Mesechta Soita, Daf Yud Aleph, Amud Aleph, page 11, side A. The Chesiv, because the Pasuk states, Hinini meki malecha ro mi beisecha. I will uh, bring upon you the bad from your own home. What the Pasuk means over here is that Avasholim took Hashem's words and His decree of the Emek HaMelech, that's the Eitzah Amuka, uh, the decree for David with the story of Bathsheba. So Hashem says to him, I'll bring upon you bad from your home. So that Eitzah, that uh, uh, what has to happen, uh, he uh, fulfilled it. Uh, it was Abisholim that fulfilled that Eitzah and he caused that that bad that Hashem said to David was called on his name. That's why we're saying that he that he bought a bad deal for himself to be the one who is the raw of the base of David. Similar drosha. We also expound on what it is written. When Yaakov sent Yosef to see how his brothers were doing. And then this later on caused uh, that our ancestors went down to Egypt. So he says, So it says they're also said, What is the meaning from the depth of Hebron? So that means that is the deep uh, what is supposed to take place of the one, the great tzaddik who is buried in Hebron. So it's the depth of the Eitzah of Avraham which is buried in Hebron. See, because with regards to by Avraham, when it came to the Briz Bein Absorim, the covenant amongst the pieces. So HaKadosh Baruch Hu says to Avraham, You shall know that your seed will be a stranger, as the Pasuk says, Be'eretz lo ilahem. So when he sent Yosef, Me'emek Chevrim, means that uh, that advice, that uh, that uh, thing that is supposed to take place by uh, Avram that Hashem promised him, that took place at that time by Yosef being sold to Mitzrayim when he is sending him at the time Yaakov sending Yosef, and that brought about the fulfillment of that Eitzah. Uh, that Hashem said to Avraham that they will be Eretz Leilahem. The Gemara continues now to explain the Pasuk with regards to Avisholim. He says, Ki Omar Ainli Ben. He said, I have no son. Uh, the Gemara asks, V'loi havu Did Avisholim not have any sons? V'hokesi, but the Pasuk states, V'yivoldu Avisholim. There were born three sons and one daughter. So the Gemara answers, Rav Yitzchok Bar Avdimi says that we're not intending that there was no sons when he says Ainli Ben, but Ben Hogun He had no son that was fit 
to become uh, the next king, and therefore he wanted to uh, make his uh, remember him for eternity uh, through placing this matzeva, to placing this uh, monument, uh, so that he would uh, continue to be remembered. Rabchizda Omar, answers it different. Gemiri. We have a tradition from our teachers that kol one who burns the grain of his friend uh, is punished with measure for measure and ben He does not leave a son to inherit and He destroyed, burned down the uh, tevua, the grain of Yoyev. The Ksiv, as the Pasik says, Vayoyev he said to his servants, Ru Chalkas Yoyev, El Yodi, look the portion of Yoyev which is next to me, Veloishom Soirim, he has over there barley, Luchu Vahatsi Suha, Vaish go burn it in fire, Vayatsi Suav de Avisholim, it's a Chalkabaish, so the servants of Avisholim burned that portion in fire and therefore the sons of Avsholim did not inherit him. Further we learned in the Mishnah the same thing is with regards to the good that Miriam v'chulu that means that even for the good in a measure that a person measures for uh, others uh, that's the way they measure for them like we find by Miriam. So the Gemara says uh, and the Gemara, as the Mishnah explained, that she waited for Moshe and to see how he's doing, and then the people waited for her while she was uh, recuperating from her tzaras. So the Gemara says, Mi domi. Is it then similar, the taiva, the goodness that was uh, done uh, to uh, that, that, that Miriam did uh, to what was uh, done to her? Over there, that she waited for Moshe was only for one while. But here, when she became with leprosy, they waited for her for seven days. So it turns out that she received a lot more than just measure for measure. Amar Abaye says Abaye Eimo that we should explain the Mishnah. So that with regards to good, we don't measure in the same measured that he measured that he measures, which is the measure that is used for bad. But when it comes to good, you give the person more than what he has done. Omar so Rav says to but how could you say that of and it says, and same thing is with regards to the good is the way it's written in the Mishnah. So it's mashmada, just like with regards to bad, you measure measure for measure. Likewise for good. but Rav says So it says, And same thing is with regards to toivo That it's the same measure. The comparison between the measure of good to the measure of bad, you say v'chein, is just like with regards to bad, Hashem measures, measure for measure, 
likewise for the good, it's also in the same kind of measure. But but in truth is that it's not really similar. It's only similar that it's in the similar measure. But with regards to the good, the person receives a lot more than he did since the measure of good is greater than the measure of punishment. Further, the, 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 the Gemara expounds now on the Pasuk, which is written with regards to Miriam, but his sister, Moshe's sister, who was in the Nile River in the basket, was standing from a distance. This entire verse, every word in this verse, is written on the divine, on the name of the divine. Because the Shekhinah is called a sister to Israel. Because the Shekhinah is called a sister, an achois for the, the, for the Jewish people. Because the Shekhinah finds itself in exile. And the Shekhinah uh, was standing there. Uh, was standing over there. We also find, with regards to the Shekhinah, the language of Vateisatzav. Because Vateisatzav, the Ksiv, it says, Vayavoy Hashem, Vayisyatzav Vigoymer. This is a Pasuk in Shmuel, Pelegimel, Pasuk Yud. Over there it says, Vayavoy Hashem, Vayisyatzav, Vayikro Kifam Bepam. Shmuel, Shmuel. Here we see the Lashon of Vayisyatzav. Also, Achoysoy, uh, we find with regards to the Shekhinah Dixit, because the Pasuk says, Emoir lachokmo achoysiyot. Rashi teaches with the Pasuk, with regards to the Pasuk, El Moir lachokmo, that really, chokmo uh, goes on the Torah, Emoir lachokmo achoysiyot. But Rashi says that the chokmo, he ate a Kodesh Baruch Hu because wisdom is really from Hashem and from His mouth. This is the wisdom... Uh, because as the Pasik says in Mishlei, So therefore, this Pasik here is a reference to, to Hashem. Further, the Pasik says, There also is Hashem Shechina, because it says, That the Pasik, uh, from a distance Hashem appears to me. And then the Pasik says, Lo we also find it with regards to the Shechina, the Ksiv Kikel Deyos Hashem. And so we see the Das with regards to Kel. Then it says, Ma, Ma, the Ksiv, Mo Hashem Elekecho Shoyo So we see the word Ma in relationship that Hashem Elekecho asks of you. Ma Yehose, there is a word, the word Yase, the Ksiv Kilo Yase, Hashem Elekim Dover. Hashem Elekim will not do a thing. And then it says, Hashem Sholem. He called him Hashem Sholem. So Loi is also the reference to Hashem. The Gemara continues now to expound the Psukim, which are uh, dealing with the enslavement of Yidin in Mitzrayim. The new king stood up, etc. There's a machloki in the Rabbi Shmuel to explain this verse. One says that the new king, that the kingdom was changed, and a new king stood up in Mitzrayim. And one says that it was the same king that ruled in Mitzrayim before, but rather that his decrees and his punishment were renewed. 
The Gemara explains, the one who says that it was actually a new king, he learns it because the Pasuk says Chodesh. Is the simple meaning of the word new means a new king. The one that says that it's only that his decrees have become new decrees. The reasoning for that is because since the verse does not stay and the king of Egypt died and another one king instead of him, so therefore the understanding is it's the same uh, king. So even though it says Asher Layoda as Yosef, that he didn't know Yosef. So how could we say if it's the same king, how is it possible that he didn't know him, he didn't recognize him? And the explanation would be the Havidomik that it was appeared, it would seem like he doesn't know him at all because he made such terrible decrees it appeared that he doesn't recognize all the good things that Yosef did for Egypt he says to his people behold the Jewish people we learned in Abraisa he is the one that started with the advice of the enslavement first that's why he got punished first. The Gemara explains who is Chil he began with the advice in the beginning, the Ksiv first, he started it because it says he spoke to his people, Paris spoke to the people in the beginning of the problem that he wanted to devise plans against the Jews. That's why he was the one that was punished first. Like the perverse states when it talks about the Tzfardim it says in you, so first it starts with uh, him, with uh, Pare, and then goes on to the other people of his uh, of the land. Then the Gemara expounds further. Let's be cunning or find advice to him. So the Gemara asks, should have been saying correct, would seem, let's devise a plan for them, because he's talking about the Jewish people, so it's a plural, not loyal to him in a singular way. The Gemara responds, answers, said that Padre was saying to his advisors, let's go and let's devise a plan for the savior of the Yidin, which is HaKadosh Baruch He wanted to seek an advice against him to figure, to figure out a way that Hashem should not be able to punish him for killing the Jewish people. So they said, What type of a death can we uh, uh, implement on them? And Hashem will not be able to punish us and to kill us in that same type of death. Because Hashem usually measures and punishes measure for measure. If if we're going to judge them with fire, see there's a verse that states, Hashem God comes with fire. In another verse it says, Hashem that with fire Hashem will judge. So if that case, we will be punished measure for measure with fire. If we're going to kill them with the sword, and with his sword, all flesh. So therefore that wouldn't work, because they will be punished with that. Let's go ahead and 
judge them by water, will throw them into the river. For he had already sworn, the Holy One, blessed be he, Hashem, has sworn, He will not bring a flood into the world. As the verse says, That the waters of Noach are for me. As the verse continues over there, That he's made a Shavuah not to ever... Uh, go and do again the waters of Noach. And therefore he won't be able to punish us measure for measure with water. But the Haim Einam Yoyti, but what they did not realize, they didn't know, shall call Oilam Kulayne, maybe, that he won't bring on the entire world, Avalaluma Achasu, maybe, but on one nation he will bring, and therefore he can still punish them with water. Inami, or, or otherwise, even if he doesn't bring a Mabul, even on one nation, but he only made the Shavua, who ain't he maybe, that he's not going to bring the flood. But they can selves come and fall inside the water. That's not included in the Shavua. And so it says, when they were punished by the water, it says, They were running towards the water. Behind the Dom this is what Rabbi Lozer said, my diksiv. What is the meaning of the verse? It says, Kivadovor Asher Zodu Alehem. In the item, Zodu means that they cooked, uh, language of cooking. They, in the item that they cooked, is on them. That means that Bagdero Shebishlu, in that same pot that they cooked, which means the pot that they cooked is that they judged the Jewish people by throwing the children into the river. They burned, they cooked themselves, they drowned, and they were cooked in the uh, Yamsuf like in a pot. What is the uh, source? Where do we see the understanding of this word Zodu to mean a language of a path? Yaakov cooked a, in a pot, in a uh, uh, cooked food, and therefore we see that the lotion of Yozid is cooking in a pot, and that's by Since the Gemara already brought the uh, advice of Pari and his servants to try to uh, be cunning against the Savior of the Yidna, against Hashem, the Gemara brings who are the ones that participate participated in this advice. There were three that participated in that cunning, in that advice in Hovanes Chakmaloy, and that was Bilom, Bilom, and Iyavan Yisro. Bilom, so what happened is that Bilom Sheyoatz, Bilom who advised to Judge them in water. Nerak, he was actually killed. Eiv Sheshosak, but Eiv was there, but he was quiet. He didn't protest. Nidoin biyisurim. He was later on judged with the pains that was brought upon Eiv. And the Yisrael, and Yisrael Sheborach, Yisrael ran away. He ran away. He did not want to advise 
Parei to do bad for the Jewish people. Zohu mibnei bonov, so his grandsons, his sons' sons merited sheyeshu belishkas hagozis that they were sitting in the room of the gozis. That was the place where the Sanhedrin uh, were sitting, and uh, in their advice uh, and uh, to do judgment in the evil people. Shenamar umish pechois soifrim. The families of scribes, those are sages of Torah, Yoshvei Yaivetz. They were the students of Yaivetz, who was a great uh, person in the study of Torah, which family names was Tir Osim. The name Tir Osim was because they heard the Trua, that sound of the Shoifer on Mount Sinai, and also because they would sit and judge in the gates of Yerushalayim, Tira also from the Loshen, Tared, the Loshen of Ador. So it's Trua and Ador, different meaning of the word Tira Osim. And also Shim Osim, they heard their uh, instruction of their father, and they're called also Soichosim. Uh, they were uh, sitting in uh, uh, huts, like in, like in Sukkos. Uh, these were these people, he's calling them different uh, signs about these Yeshve Yaibets, uh, the students of Yaibets, the Tirosim, the Shimosim, Sukhosim, Hemakinim. These are the Kinim, the sons of Keni. Haboyim Mechamas Avi Beis Rechov. They were born from Hamas, who came from the family of Rechav. So basically, these are descendants of the Keni. The Keni, the sons the sons of Keni, uh, specifically was Hamas, who was the father of uh, the uh, Rechav family, the head of the Rechav family, and then they had the their descendants. So, we know now that they were the Kenim. Uchsiv, and the other Pasuk says, Uvnei Kenim, Chayisun Moshe, V'goymer. That the father-in-law of Moshe was Kenim. So we see that the Kenim are the sons of Yisrael. And the Navi calls them Mishpach HaSoifrim, a family of scribes, that is Sanhedrin. And also Tirosim, which are the elders by the gate, which is a reference to uh, and all your gates. So this we see that the children of the grandchildren of Yisrael merited because of his running away and not wanting to advise bad to Paray uh, that his children will be being uh, part of the Sanhedrin. Now the Gemara goes back to the uh, subject of the enslavement uh, in Egypt. The posse continues there, says, V'nilcham bonu He will wage war against us, Pari was saying to his people, and he will go up from the land. Uh, so the Gemara asked, uh, We will go up, which means the worry of the Egyptian was that the Jews might chase them out, and they'll have to leave their land. So what is it? says, is ki odom, this is like a person, who uh, 
curses himself, but he hangs the curse on his friend. Their intention was actually that they will have to leave the land, but without wanting to express the curse of themselves, they said, they will go out from the land, really meaning themselves, that they will be chased out. By Yosimu Allah, on him also again a singular lotion, they placed upon him sorry missing uh, officers to tax them. the Gemara asks. He should have said he placed not on him in a singular, but on them in a plural, because it was on the Jewish people who they appointed the Sarim Misim. The Gemara answers, So we learned in the Yeshiva of Rabbi Shimon that it means by Yesimu Allah, that means on Paris. Melamed, this teaches us, Sheheviu Malbain, that they brought a Malbain, that is the form. Uh, in which you create the bricks in that form. And they hung it up to Pare and his neck. And every single person of the Jewish people. That said to them, to whom? To the sorry missing, to the tax officers, that Eastenis Ani. I'm an Eastenist, in other words, I'm too delicate. I cannot do work. I cannot do this kind of work. Amrullah, they said to him, Klum Eastenist Ato Yeser Mepari. Are you then more delicate uh, than Pari, who is also participating in doing the work? So, by Yesimu Allah, they placed on him, the Sarim Isim placed upon him that Malbin, that Defus, that form on Pari. The Gemara continues to say that according to the Drasha, they said the sorry misim means dovor shemesim that the uh, this malbin that they placed on Padre was something that uh, gets people used to and gets people to work. Uh, that it's sorry misim. Uh, sorry, missing not in loss of taxes, but missing to place to get them to work. So, Leman, then further the Pasik says, uh, similar says, Leman Anoi Soi, Bisiv Loisom, it should say, Anoi Somi Boile. It says, Leman Anoi Soi. Uh, they were painting him, who's Anoisa, is Pari, Lepari, Bisiv Loisom the Israel, in the load of the Yidden, the Mitzrim paint Pari, so that as a result from this, also the Jews should uh, go ahead and take the burden and work. So it's Lemana Anoisa, they paint Pari, Bisiv Loisom to get the Jews to do this work. But even and they built cities of Miskinois for Fari. What is the meaning of Miskinois? So Rav Shmuel, we have a disagreement here between Rav and Shmuel, how to explain this possible. Chad, Omar, one of them says that the meaning is Shemisaknois as Baalehem. They endanger their masters, that by this work that the Egyptians made the hidden work in those cities, uh, 
the Egyptians, the Egyptians endangered themselves to be drowned eventually in the sea. So it was a miskinized, they built the Ore that miskinized, that endangered them, and they drowned in the sea because of that. The Chadomar Shemimaskinized. Mimaskinized means miskin, lotion of miskin, meaning uh, makes uh, poor their owners, because through this type of work, uh, it caused the Egyptians to. Uh, be emptied out of all their assets. Uh, so Rashi explains that uh, that the uh, reason the Mitzrayim eventually lost all their uh, fortune by Natsalus Mitzrayim, that the Yidden took out all their money, was because of the uh, building that they made them work. There's also another shot that Rashi brings down, uh, which is not particularly uh, related to the Mitzrayim, but the uh, in that case, that Shemesaknes would mean there's always a danger in building that it uh, can fall down and uh, get a person hurt. That would mean the Miskinis, as called as the Mesaknes, that they're endangering by when you built, or uh, the Maskinis uh, Baleim would mean. Um, that uh, it uh, sometimes you eventually lose out, uh, become poor, uh, you spend more money in the building than you anticipate. And then the Gemara brings, and according to that lotion, the Gemara continues, that anybody who occupies themselves in building becomes uh, poor. Now, further, the Postic says, as Pisum ves Ramses. They built Pisum and Ramses. The, the Gemara, that this is not really two cities, but one cities. But Rav uh, Shmuel, the Machlegan Chadom are Pisoim Shmo. That actually, it's the name of the city is Pisoim. The Lomonikos Shmo Ramses, and the reason why is it called Ramses? Because Sherishin Rishim Misroisus, that every little bit that you build, it would topple and fall. And they built it again. So it's Pisim that is Ramses that keeps on falling. Chadoma Ramses Shmo. One says the real name of the city is Ramses. Veloma Nikra Shmo Pisim. The reason what, why was the name called Pisim? Because Every little bit that you built, it would be swallowed. It's swampy. The earth would swallow. So it was like in, in vain trying to build this. Then the posse continues, As the more they would pain him, them, pain him, so he would multiply, so he would burst out. The Gemara asks, So they multiplied and so they burst out, not in the future. That's what we should say. The Gemara answers, Amarish Lokish. It was the Ruch HaKodesh that was giving them the news and telling to the Mitzrayim that all your advice to try to diminish the Jewish people is not going to help. But Yirbe, Ken Yirbe, Vechen He will multiply, he will burst out. The Posse continues there, Vayokutsu Mipnei Bnei Yisrael. They became disgusted because of the Bnei Yisrael. The Gemara learns the 
expounds the word Vayikutsu comes from the language of Koitzim of thorns. Malamid, that the Jews appear to the Egyptians like thorns when they saw the Jewish people were multiplying and increasing. So then it appeared to them as their eyes and their bodies were filled with thorns. The Pasik continues over there, Gemara continues to expound the Pasik, Vayavidu Mitzrayim as Bnei Yisrael. The Egyptians made the Bnei Yisrael work. Masechta Soita Daf Yud Aleph Ahmed Beis, page 11, side B. So they made them work beforech. What does beforech mean? The Gemara explains that Rabbi Lezer Omar, Rabbi Lezer says, Beferach, with a soft uh, mouth. Which means soft words with pay until they got them used to working. Rabbi Shmuel Bar Nachmoni Omar, Rabbi Shmuel Nachmoni says, Bifricha. They made them work with uh, back-breaking. Uh, takes apart the body uh, and the, uh, the hips. It's a, uh, uh, something with disjoints and separates a person's joints. Hard work. They made their lives bitter with difficult work, with mortar and with brick, etc. Omar Rava says, Rava, Batechilo in the beginning, they enslaved them, Bechoymer, Ubilvenim, it was with mortar and with bricks. Uleva Soif, in the end, Uvechola Voyder Basoda, and with all kinds of work, um, in meaning uh, all types of work. Is Kola Veidosum Ashen Ovdubem before the Posse continues? Omar Abshmul Banachmoni, Omar Abyanison, Abshmul Nachmoni's name, Abyanison. That the Posik means Shohoyu Machlifim. Uh, they would exchange Meleches Anoshim, the Noshim, or Meleches Noshna Noshim. They would give men, men's work to women, and women's work to men. And the Gemara explains, Ulamanda Omar Nami Hosom, and also to the one who says the Posik, that when it says, Vayavidu Mitzrayim Beferach means. Beferach with a soft mouth, meaning they enticed them to work. But Hocha in this place, Vadai, he also going to explain the word Beferach Bifricha uh, means with back breaking, with a work that takes you apart. Because in this pasuk it says Beferish Vayimoraruas Chayeim, they made their lives bitter, not any soft talk. Torah Rabbi Avira, Rabbi Avira expounded that Bishar Noshim Tzitkoni Yisroi Ba'Isoi Hadoyr, and the uh, as a uh, reward for the righteous woman that generation Niglu Alu Yisroel Mitzrayim, the Jews were redeemed from Mitzrayim before the full time of service was up. What was their uh, activity? The Tzitkus, the good deeds at the time that they would go to draw water God would make them come across prepare for them little fishes in their uh, jugs and they would draw in these jugs half water and half fish and they would come and they would place on top of the oven two uh, two pots
So they would put these shtekidators, the two pots, achas shel chamin, one of warm water, so that they can wash the uh, feet of their husbands in the in the field. Ba'achas shel dogim and one pot of fish. Melichis eitzel ba'alehim, and they would bring it to their husbands. Lasoda to the fields. Umarchitzos oison. And they would bathe them, besoches oison, and they would anoint them, umachilas oison, and they would feed them, umashkis oison, and they would give them to drink, beniskokis lahem, bein svatayim, and they would be intimate with them in between the boundaries of the field in a um, place uh, covered in a place of uh, hiding, shenemar im tishkivun bein svatayim. Uh, if you lie in between the boundaries of the field, as the Gemara uh, adds, bischar tishkevun bein and the fact that the reward that the women in that generation did not uh, place an eye, their eyes on others to have be intimate with other men, and they only. Uh, uh, went with their husbands, Zohu Yisrael Levizas Mitzrayim. So the Jews merited the spoil of the Egyptians. They found favor at the time when they came to borrow these silver and golden vessels from the Egyptian neighbors, and through that uh, they were merited. This Shenemar, as the Posik says, Kanfe Yoina, the wings of the Yoina of the pigeon, which is the reference to the Jewish people, which are compared to a yoyna, Nechpo Bakesef was covered with silver, and the wings with covered, Iraklak Chorutz is a reference to uh, gold, and that is the Hemshech, that is the continuation of the Pasik of Tishkivun Bein Svatoyim. And that's the Bizas Mitzrayim, the spoil they took along from the Egypt, the Kavon Shemis Abris. And after they became, they would conceive, become pregnant, boys Levotehem, they would come back to their homes and not be intimate anymore. And when the time for giving birth arrived, so out of fear of the Egyptians, they would go and uh, give uh, birth in the field underneath the tapuach. Thinking this taish tapuach means pushed an apple tree or something. There's uh, tapuach is a reference to the Har Sinai, which is over them, uh, which is a metaphor for that. But in 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 the, in the poshtip shot, maybe this is what it means over here. But in any event, it was tachas tapuach shenemar tachas tapuach oirartich v'goymer. V'kodesh Baruch Hu, and then Hashem shalech b'shmei morim would send. From the height, heights of the heavens, an angel that would clean and would 
straighten out their limbs, just like a midwife, that uh, straightens out and makes good the, the baby. Meaning your birth, and the day that you were born, uh, there was nobody there to cut choras shorech. That's the umbilical cord. Uh, and there was nobody there to bathe, to wash lemishi, to smooth out the flesh v'goimer. And Hakadosh Baruch Hu is the one that provided all these needs. The malach would collect for them like two round loaves, echot shel shemen, one of them was of oil, one of them was for honey to eat, to nurse, as the Pasik says, he gave him honey from a stone, and once the Egyptians would see these children, so they came to kill them. A miracle happened to them, and they would be swallowed in the ground. So the Egyptians thought that this is sorcery. They would bring oxen to plow deep uh, under the ground because sorcery cannot uh, dominate underneath the ground. As it says, in the Pasik says, Al Gabi Khorshu Khorshim. On top of me the plowers plowed. <coughs> After the Egyptian would leave, they the children they would sprout and come out, like rat in the fields. As it says, Rivovo Kitsemach Hasodinasatik. Uh many Ten thousands, like the grass of the field, I've given you that the miracle was they would grow out of the ground just like the grass of the field. The Chayvashim is godly, and when they children became older, boyin adorim adorim, they would come in groups and groups of attain to their homes. Shenemar, as the pasuk continues, vatirbi vatigdli vatavoyi badiadoim, and you became many. You grew up and you came to your father's home, badiadoim. So what does it mean? Al tikri badiadoim el baadre adorim. That means herds herds. And when Hashem appeared, revealed Himself on this sea, during Kriyas Yamsuf, to the Jewish people, it's those children that recognized Him first, because they already saw the Shekhinah at the time that they were born. As the Pasuk says, This is my God, the God that already seen Him before, at the time that they were saved. Let me beautify Further, the Gemara continues to expound the Pasuk, The Egyptian king spoke to the Jewish midwives, etc. So there is a Machloikis, Rav Shmuel, and between Rav Shmuel, who these midwives were. Chad Omar Isho Vito. One says that it was 
a mother and her daughter. The Chadomer one says it was Kalav Achamais, it was a daughter-in-law and her mother-in-law. The one who says that it was a mother and daughter, that is Yecheved and Miriam. That's Yecheved and her daughter Miriam. The one who says it was a daughter-in-law and a mother-in-law. So if it was a daughter-in-law and a mother-in-law, this is Yecheved Velisheva. Yecheved and Elisheva, which was Aaron's wife, that was the daughter-in-law of Yecheved. Tanya, we learned in Abraisa. Like the one who says was a mother and a daughter, the Tanya, for we learned Shifra Yecheved. That Shifra refers to Yecheved's Vlom, and Ikrashma Shifra, she's called Shifra Shemeshaperes Esavalot, because she straightens out the limbs of the baby. Dover Achar, another interpretation, the name of Shifra, Shifra Sheporu Viravu, that they multiplied, they were full to multiplied Yisrael Biyomeho, the Yidden her day. That's why she's called Shifra. And Pua is Miriam. Pua is a reference to Miriam. Why was she called Pua? She would uh, cuddle and make the baby laugh, uh, play, be playful with the baby. She would talk. She would talk in 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 and she would say, that my mother is destined to give birth to a son who is going to save the Jewish people. Then the Pasik says, He said, when you give birth to the Ivriyas, uh, etc. The Gemara says, uh, the Pasik says that you should see Alha of Noim, my of Noim, what is the of Noim? Omar of Chonon, said, Pare gave the midwives a great sign. That's how they will know that uh, the mother is going to give birth, and they will not be able to deny and say that it was a miscarriage. He said to them, When the woman is uh, bends to give birth, her thighs cool like stones. The Isdomer and others say that the reason why it's called uh, of Noim, like stones, uh, I descended into the house of the craftsman who creates the clay, and he's doing work over the Avnoim, that's his particular vessel to make earthenware. And that is to say, just like this craftsman, he has a thigh on this side, a thigh on this side, meaning a thick wood uh, on which he creates shapes and he creates uh, the cheres. The and he has two sides, Visadon, and in the middle he has two sides of wood, and he has the shape in the middle. Af Isha, Yorich Mekan, Yorich Mekan. Also by a woman, it's from this side and this side. One thigh, Bavolot, Bem, the baby's in the middle. Then the Pussy continues in Bain Huva Mitunais. If it's a son, you kill him. Amr Abhanina, Zerohanina, Simon, Godl, Mosur Lahan. That he gave them a simon. Parry to the midwives, they should see immediately 
whether it's a son or a daughter. They should not have to even raise him to check him. Bain, pun of Lamata, Bain is born with his face down. Bas, Ponel Lamaila. A bas is, uh, her face is upwards. Each one in the position and the way they're intimate. Further, the Pasuk says, And the Mialdis listened to Hashem, and the Pasuk says, and they didn't do as he, King Pari spoke to them. So the Gemara says, Why does it say, Aleyhem, not Lohen mi boy, like Hashdibar Lohen, should it say? It's like the rest of the parsha. Amar Rabbi Yisib Rabbi Chanina, Sirvis Brachanina, Malamid, that this teaches us Shetovon Pari, the Shetovon Lidvaravera, that Pari was demanding the Mialdis to have a relation with them, to do an Avera with them, but Loi Nizbu and they did not agree. So that's the discussion, Diber Alehen, for something else. But Chayena Sayyidim, the Pasik, they gave life to these children. Tono. We learned in the Brayse the fact that the Pasik doesn't say that they didn't kill, but it says they gave life. But Chayena, Loi Dayim Shleim Iso is not enough that they didn't listen, they didn't kill them. Eloshehoyim Masapikisla Masapikisla Mayim Mozut. But they also would supply them with water and food, and that's why Pari argued. Uh, not only you didn't uh, kill them, but that you're also supplying them with the food. The Pesach continues, The midwife said to Pari, It's not like the, the, the women, the Egyptian women, because these Jewish women, they are choyes. So the Gemara asked, My choyes, what does it mean choyes? mamish. Uh, if we're going to say a chaye means a midwife, they're called chayes. Uh, that chayes say otu chaye milatzricha chaye achrita loyluda. Does then not a midwife require another midwife to give birth? So who cares that they are chayes? That they're midwives themselves, the women that are giving birth, birth. They themselves are midwives, but they still require another midwife. But Ella, so the Gemara says, Amruloi, they said them, Umazu, Kechayanim Shalot, that the Jewish people has been equated to the animal that don't require any midwives. And likewise, this nation gives birth under the Tapuach with the support of an angel of the heavens, and also supplies them with all uh, kinds uh, of food uh, which nourishes them. And the Gemara explains where were they could play compared to an animal. Yehuda it says in the post Gurari Yehuda it says. Don by Don it's written Yehi Don Nochash Don is like a snake. Naftali says Ayolo Shlucha is like an ayol. And like a ram. Yisokhar by Yisokhar is Chamoir Gorem. It's a donkey. Yosef is written Bakhoir Shoir. Binyamin by Yomim says Zeev Yitrov. Binyamin Zeev Yitrov. Dixiv Beixiv Beit. So the one of the Shvatim which writes Beferish Abayim Achayim is written. But it like Sibay. And even the ones that we don't have Beferish in the Pasik uh, compared to an animal. Ksiv. Uh, all the Jewish people are compared to Achayim. It says 
What your mother is like a levia, that's a small uh, lioness, amongst the lions of Gaiver. So oh, that's a name for all Jewish people. Further, the Pesach says, and when they feared Hashem, he made for them homes. So there's a machloik is Rabbi Shmuel. What are these houses that made for them? Chad Omar Batik Huna Levia. One says that made for them the houses of Kahanim and Levia. Chad uh, Omar, and one says Batim Malchus, houses of kingdom that the uh, kings came out. The kingdom come out from their descendants. Manda Omar the one who says he made for them the houses of Kain and Levim. That's Aaron Moshe. That's Aaron Moshe who came out of Yechavet. Aaron the Kain and Moshe the Levi. Manda Omar Malchus, and the one who says it was Malchus. Uh, that is David. Uh, David, because Nami because David comes also from Miriam. The Ksiv it says, but Thomas Azuva, uh, Azuva. That's a reference to Miriam that she was had the leprosy. She's considered like a person who died, like an Azuva, be neglected, left behind. So Vayikach Loi Cholev as Ephros. So Kolev uh, took her, um, so once she healed, so Azuva healed, that is Miriam who became like a Mesa. so once she dies, meaning that she became Tzaras, and then when she um, got better, so he took her, after she healed, he remarried her again, Vatelad Loi Eschur, and she gave birth to Kalev Chur. So we see that Miriam is called Ephras. Uchsiv, and it says another passing, the David ben Ish Ephrasi, that David was the son of Ish Ephrasi, that means that David Hamelech was from her descendants from his uh, mother's side. So now the Gemara explains the Psukim in Divra Yomim with regards to Kalev. It says, V'cholev ben Chetzroin Oilid Es Azuva Isha Ves Yiriyes Ve'elev Oneho Yesher V'shoivav V'ardoin So this is the Psukim in Divra Yomim. So the Gemara asks, what does it mean ben Chetzroin? Was Kalev ben Chetzroin? But in Psukim it says ben Yifuna, Kalev ben Yifuna. And the Gemara answers, his father was really Chetzrein, but he's called Yefuna because of his actions. Who Ben Shepono Matzas Meraglim. He's a son, Ben Yefuna, who turned away from the advice of the Meraglim. So what the Gemara asks, but still, Ben Knazu. He's not, he's not Ben Yefuna, but he's not Ben Chetzrein, because Ben Knazu says, Vayil Kida Osniel Ben Knaz. So Asiel Neil was the son of Kenaz, who was the brother of Kolev. So if he was a brother of Asniel, so he was also Kenaz's son. 
The one answer is Amar Rava Khirgadiknaz Haver. Uh, he was a stepchild of Knaz. So that means that Kolev was Knaz's uh, wife's son from another father. The father was Chetzrein. Uh, and therefore, Asniel, who shared the same mother uh, with Kolev, were brothers from one mother. But the father's, uh, Sneel's father was Knaz, and Kolov's father was Chetri.